Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Aubrey Diaries. In this episode, as promised, we are going to talk about the T word, Trump. Okay. Trump is another thing that bothers me. So let's talk about that. At some point, I would like to get a Trump supporter on the channel just so I can talk to one of them and try to get some sort of understanding with what the hell could be going on in their brains. But for now, we're going to hear my thoughts. So, he's a racist, sexist being. (laughs) But let's elaborate on that. I do not understand what could be going on in anyone's brain that could possess them to want to vote for this person to be the leader of our previously great country. Let's talk about the slogan, Make America Great Again. So, when asked, um, Trump supporters said that America was great in various periods of history. Some of them included genocide, concentration camps, and segregation. (laughs) So, those were the three periods in history that they named. So, it was when we were slaughtering indigenous people. There was when we were locking Japanese Americans up into concentration camps and you guessed it, segregation. And those were the time periods that they picked, which I think speaks to the kind of people that vote for Trump. Mind you, During none of those time periods did women have their rights. So I think we get a big grasp from that answer who majority of Trump's supporters are, which is straight, cisgender, white men. Which is a large number, not as large as others, but I guess it is a large number of the population. Can I tell you when I think America was great? All eight years of Obama's presidency. Now, I am slightly biased. Because I love Obama. And until I was 12, I knew no other president. So, 2008 was the first year of his presidency. And... 2016 was the last year. So from that time period, I was, um, it was from when I was four to when I was 12. So I knew no other president. He was the one that I knew. By the time I was old enough to know who the presidents were and stuff, I knew Obama. So I am slightly biased, but I think it had a remarkable effect on who I turned out to be that I was able to see myself in one of the highest positions of power.
And I worry for the children that have to grow up knowing Trump as their president and knowing that there's a man in the White House who thinks that he can just come up and grab women any way that he wants to, that he can fraternize with Nazis and say that they're good people and that he can show so much hate and still be celebrated by a large number of the population. That scares me for children that have to grow up knowing that as their truth. What kind of damage and long-lasting effect is that going to have on them? And I can say that being able to see yourself, it has the best effect on a child. Knowing that you're not the alternative, which I think so often black children are told, where it's, if you're not white, you're the alternative. And reading books where it's the white child is the main character and the black child is the side character. Hello, Percy Jackson. Okay. I think that has a long lasting effect, even if it is subconsciously internalized. And for me growing up, my mother was very good about surrounding me with books and shows and movies where I was able to see myself very, very often. Um, books, I read Happy to be Nappy. I read Princeless. And then once I got older, I read um, Amy Hodgepodge. I read Sugar Plum Ballerinas, which is by Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know if you've read that one. I read President of the Whole Sixth Grade. Um, I read Meg Cabot's new series um, from The Notebooks of a Middle School Princess. And then I watched shows like... Um, has anyone heard of Happily Ever After? It's an HBO show, and they redo classic fairy tales with people from different races. So not only was I able to see myself, but I was able to see other races. And that was just my normal. And my uncle, he travels around the world. And he used to bring me back dolls from other countries. So I was eight years old. And I had a little dog with the Muslim hijab. And that was my normal. So I was able to see different parts of my culture and parts that weren't from my culture. And that was just my normal. So I learned a deep respect for other people's beliefs and that different is normal. There's going to be people in the world that don't look anything like me. And I'm going to have to live around them and how amazing that could be. And I learned to really appreciate other cultures. And I worry so much for children that have to grow up under Trump, not knowing how amazing diversity can be. And very young, they are learning to hate what is not like them. They're learning to hate anything that they are afraid of. It's teaching children to internalize fear at a young age. It's teaching children an us and them mentality instead of teaching them that we're all human. So 
I really, really worry for the children of this generation that have to grow up and they haven't known a black president. My younger cousin, I was babysitting him yesterday and he's seven months old. And I had this moment where I realized he won't know a black president. He won't know a black president and that, oh my gosh. Because for me, that was just normal. It was normal. I still have trouble with the fact that we went from possibly the best president that we've ever had in American history to a homophobic, transphobic, racist, sexist person in the White House. Not to mention that he's orange. And I really have a hard time understanding how anyone can support this man who locks children up in cages and separates them from their parents. This man who says you should be able to grab a woman anyway and do with her what you want. This man who says there's good people in the KKK. There were good Nazis. And I wonder how much hate you have to have in your heart or how much ignorance you have to have in your mind to support this man. And I really, really don't understand. And there's a lack of sympathy that you have to have, I think, to support him. And a lack of respect for women, a lack of respect for other cultures, and a lack of understanding. Because most straight white men, they have children. A large number of them have daughters. And you would support a man who would encourage other young men to treat your daughter any way that they want. That would show your daughters that they are nothing more than an object to be played with. And I think that is so, so toxic. And I wonder what kind of hate you have to have in your heart. And that scares me that that is where our country is going, especially if we get Trump for another four years. What kind of lasting effect is that going to have on this country? And we had gotten to a place with Obama where I think racism was something to be ashamed of. So people hid it and they hid their racism. I live in Virginia and I live in a part of Virginia where there is definitely a lot of racism. We have a slave block downtown, which is going to be removed. We have a Confederate flag that hangs over our highway. 
So the racism is there. People, they wear their Confederate flags. They have stickers on their trucks that say Trump and stand for the flag. But when you talk to people, you wouldn't know that from speaking with them. But it's the subtle things that they say that show that they're not afraid of their racism anymore. And the change that I've been able to see since Trump has been president is people are a little less ashamed of their racism. They're less scared to say what they really, really feel. And he has just brought out the worst in this country. And it was there. I'm not going to say that it wasn't there before Trump. He didn't put it there. It was there, but we had gotten to a place in our country where it was something to be ashamed of. And wasn't that an amazing time where people were teaching their children to be kinder. They were ashamed of their racism. And now they're not. The rise in hate crimes since Trump has been president is absolutely terrifying. And the people that are supporting him, I think you have to be extremely sexist and racist, or you have to be selfish, or extremely ignorant, where you just don't care. And there's so many other things that he stands for that I'm so against that I could talk about. But I'm not going to. I want to talk about one more issue and then I'm going to end this because I could talk all day, but I'm trying to start my day in a good place. So I want to talk about how a number of states have passed the abortion bills making abortions illegal or harder to get. And a lot of people that support Trump, most of them are pro-life conservative people. So I think the problem that I have is the hypocrisy of that, where you are pro-life. Most of them are not for gun control laws. Most of them are not for releasing the children at the border and getting them back to their parents. So I think it's so hypocritical for you to say, we want these children to live. How dare you kill a child? But you don't care anything about the lives once they're here. And I think if our country was more understanding and sympathetic, maybe I would be pro-life too. If there were people that were pro-life that were, let's have safer gun laws so our children can go to schools without worrying about being shot. Let's release the children at the border. Why would we take them away from their parents? Let's fix our foster care systems. Then I could maybe get behind that. But no, it's just don't kill the children. But once they're here, have at them, do whatever. I think that is hypocritical. 
And it's so sad that people have this amount of hate in their hearts. And that's all I want to say for this episode. And this has been A Thought with Aubrey.